Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call me a Swifty. I'll gladly raise my hand and respond as a Taylor Swift fan. But I hate what's happening right now in the National Football League um, with the NFL fan base. I think it's absolutely gross what's going on um, with the Taylor Swift outrage. It is sexist, and it's becoming toxic, and I hate it. I'm not sitting here saying that as a football fan that you have to be all up and curious and in the mix for Taylor Swift potentially dating Travis Kelsey. You might not give a damn about their relationship. You might not be a fan of Taylor Swift. Right? Maybe you don't want to go TMZ on it. You just don't care enough. And that's fine. But I don't get what all of the the outrage is and people being upset with her. Why is everybody venting and making it seem like Taylor Swift is ruining the National Football League? Taylor Swift and the possibility of her dating Travis Kelsey has gotten a lot of attention. It's making headlines. It's making the NFL money. And you're pissed off? You're upset? Because of what? I think that people that are upset at Taylor Swift or even upset at the National Football League for playing this up, If you're mad or upset, get a grip. Like, you're really being ridiculous right now. You really are. Why does any of this bother you? Why does it bother anyone? We watch enough football. We watch good games. We watch some bad games. But we watch. And you're mad at Taylor Swift? Because the camera shows Taylor Swift? Stop being ridiculous, people. It makes no sense. I I just 
for the life of me, I just, there are a lot of things for us to be mad and upset about in the world. Being upset at Taylor Swift is not one of those things. Can somebody help me with this? 651-461-9226. Why are you opposed to a little sprinkling of Taylor Swift in your NFL coverage? I'm dead serious. It's not like they're talking about her 24-7 during the game. Yeah, okay. They might show her a couple, two, three times up in the up in the suite. Who cares? Who cares? It's not that big of a deal. And the funny thing about it is the people, you know, there are people that will get over it. Stop being a snowflake. You're triggered. Seems like there are a lot of triggered people out there right now over Taylor Swift. Have some fun with this. Enjoy it. Do I think it's a real thing? I told you guys from the jump. I don't think that they, that this is this is really like a true relationship. Not genuine. They don't. They don't even. They don't even really know each other that much. I, I just. I. I don't. I don't get it. Like. Like. I would say this. What did Taylor Swift say? Shake it off. Yeah. Just shake it off. To me, it's she's it's, not the problem. No. <laughs> no. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. It, it, you know. To, to me, this is much ado about nothing. She's attending a football game supporting Travis Kelsey. I'm using supporting in, in air quotations. If you're bothered by that, that's a you problem. She's a celebrity. Anytime a celebrity does anything, they are going to get noticed. Are people, is Taylor Swift the it girl right now? Yeah, she is. She absolutely is. Are they talking about her politics? About her political views? Is that is that why people are mad? Because the people that don't want to see her are the football bros? Like, get her off my football, get her off my TV. At the end of the day, the cutaways are very, very minor. They're a part of the... And if you're doing your job as a producer, as a director, you're going to take that shot. That's what you do because that's newsworthy. I'm going to say this right now. I hope she comes to Minneapolis. I hope she's here this coming Sunday. That's what I want to see. I, I want, I mean, it, when I say see, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like the majority of the broadcast, her face on there, because that's not what the broadcast is going to be. No. But if no. we're talking about it's going to put more eyeballs on our state, it if will. it's going to put more eyeballs on on the Vikings, if it means that U.S. Bank Stadium is going to be more raucous, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'll give her one of my tickets if she wants a ticket to the game. Like, I've, I've got a ticket. I don't she, think she needs tickets. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm, I'm being nice. I think she, I, Taylor, I, I'm Swift, being, I'm being Taylor nice. Swift could have a headset on on the sidelines if you want it. She could, but I mean, that'd be work. You want to come and watch the game, you don't want to work the game. You're sitting with the people. You're not working. You can get the real environment. You know, at the end of the day, the NFL has got to be loving this. Yep. Because Travis Kelsey has gained what did they say, like 900 million uh, like followers on you know on on all of his social media channels. Like the NFL has seen a 400 percent increase in Kansas City Chiefs jerseys with 87 
with the word Swifty on the back. This is all this. The NFL is this is the one way that the NFL could potentially get bigger than it already is. The NFL is a huge money making business. There's one person that, that could take it to the next level, and that's Taylor Swift. But at the end of the day, I don't care if Taylor Swift is at a game, if whoever you want to say, it's it's not going to impact my enjoyment of the game. I'm watching a football game for entertainment. It's not going to directly impact my life. Like seeing anybody on TV at a football game, it's going to have no direct effect on me. What do we care? I, I, I think that, though, we might have come to the genesis of what the issue is. I think it's probably the Taylor Swift stuff, just in terms of, like, her personally. And the reason why I say that is because, did we have outrage when J-Lo came here? No. And she was sitting up in the booth? No. Would we have outrage if Beyonce was here? I think, <sighs> maybe, I don't know. But I just think that, I think that there, I think there's um a portion of our population I here know where you're going with it. That's just anti-Taylor Swift. Yeah. And it's political. The, it to, to, it to, could to, be, yeah. To, to me, if Taylor Swift was not as outspoken as she was in her political views, would people care as much? No, I don't if, even if, think it's just about really? political views. No, okay, no. Okay, see, because I feel like there no, are some people who I'm like— I'm not saying that. I, I, I think her political views is probably put on the radar with some, but I'm talking about just her being a strong, independent woman. That bothers some people. See, and to me, that's such a ridiculous point. I can't even imagine being bothered by a strong, independent woman. Oh, like it's this. out there. When she wanted to get away from or get, buy her master's back, yeah. people were upset about that. I, I mean, she's she's a fantastic businesswoman. You look at what she's done. Nobody knows their base better in terms of like business, right? Than Taylor Swift because she knows her audience. She plays to her audience. She has built a brand. She has built this empire at a very young age, and she's become a lightning rod at times. But in terms of, like, what she's done in building herself, I don't know how you can— Scooter Braun, that was his name, the oh, guy that owned her master. Oh, yeah. When, when all that happened in 2019 yeah. and she was upset, and she says, I want to get— And then basically he's like, shut, you know, tried to shut her down. Yeah. I think a lot of people looked at her and they were like, well, how dare her? She, like, like, she should owe him. And it's like, nah, man, She's the on. artist, yeah. Yes, it's that's her, what I'm it's, saying. It's her intellectual property. I think that, I think that along with maybe her, her pushback on certain stances and support, uh, supporting— um, uh, gay rights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're gonna you're gonna create some people that aren't fans of yours based off of that. I I will say, as a father of a 13 year old girl, I would love if my daughter could look at Taylor Swift and see what she's done and be like, I want to build myself like her because what she has done. And when Taylor Swift first came out, like I I was. I was annoyed by Taylor Swift. I was because I'm like, who is this blonde girl? She's just this blonde. She fits in with every other country singer, every other young wannabe pop star. She's cookie cutter. And then you start to see how she starts to build her brand. And I'm fascinated by things like that. And then you're like, 
well, damn, look at what she's doing. And I just don't know how, I mean, if, if you don't like that, then I feel like that's a big problem that you have. Strong, independent women. I, I would love if there were more people like her. Absolutely. No I, would, I would love if there were more women that could do what Taylor Swift is doing because it's remarkable. And so what if she's out there with Travis Kelsey and then goes back to John Mayer or whoever? Whoever. whoever. Wait, I she dated John care. Mayer? Yeah, she dated John Mayer. Wow. Yeah. Who, who else is I thinking of that was dating John Mayer? Uh, I don't know. They're all running the same circle. Wait, was I mean, it? Was it? Wait, I, would, did Jennifer Aniston? Did she ever date John Mayer? Uh, yeah, I think she did. Oh, that's what that's what John I was thinking Mayer, of. John when you said John Mayer, I was like, "What Taylor Swift?" I didn't. I didn't See, it I came get up. It. John Mayer girlfriend. Oh, wow. Okay. Taylor Swift, Jessica Simpson, Cameron Diaz, Katy Perry, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Good. Hey, it's good to be him. Vanessa Carlton, Jennifer Aniston. So he's the Derek Mickey Jeter of music. Kelly. He's the Derek Jeter of music. Kim Kardashian. But wait, there's there's more. Okay. Okay. Uh, Miley, over, Miley Cyrus, Kristen Cavallari, Mandy Moore, Rashida Jones, Renee Zellweger. All right. All right. I mean, good luck, John. Hey, Mayer. you know, hey, I guess uh, your your body's really a, a wonderland, John Mayer. Good for you. Hey, real quick on the other uh, text line, if you're a super hardcore live and die by football fan, you're probably a moron in general. That from the six one two. Also, uh, they state uh, you're right, Lake. Ain't nobody's business. Yeah, uh, it is interesting. And he hopes that uh, he hopes that Travis Kelsey is a little bit tired from hanging out with uh, Taylor Swift this coming Sunday. Oh, yeah. oh hey. I don't think it's going to matter. What is what is that implying? Though? What what's what what is the well? We don't have a spread yet. Uh-huh. I would think that the Chiefs will be favored by seven. Oh, at least yeah. I, I well yeah. I would say seven. I would well, say well se- they struggled a little bit against New York. That was the Zach Wilson game last night. Yeah, and then and then we won. So I would say Chiefs by seven, and I'm absolutely laying the seven. Okay. I yeah, I could see that. Yep. All I right, six five one, four six one, nine two two six. We'll uh take a break, come back, get to a scoreboard. That's next year on the Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, the Taylor Swift conversation has got somebody fired up. Actually, he's one of her biggest fans. 
His name is Jonathan Lowe, WCCO's own Jonathan Lowe. He has called into the Lake Show. J-Lo, I got you fired up yes. tonight, huh? No, I, I won't say fired up. I won't say fired up. I, I just got in the car, turned it on, heard you were talking about it, figured I'd weigh in a little bit because personally for me, uh, this whole Taylor Swift thing, number one, it's the NFL's uh, biggest Big, they got to be the biggest fans right now because every mention of this woman, yep. they're going to have eyeballs tuned in to all the games. Now, as far as the relationship with, with Kelsey, good on them. Hope it hope it's, survives and it's love, true love and all that stuff. I do know people that are Chiefs fans that I'm on text chains with that are waiting for the, the shoe to drop and the breakup song to come and the curse to come over the Kansas City Chiefs. And so... I'm trying to be an optimist. Uh, I say good on them. And if it's a market employee, great. If it's true love, great. But it's it's just it's funny to me how all this has just stirred up so many emotions. It's just it's so interesting, man. It's triggered so many people. And I'm like, man, why, is everybody jealous or what? Why everybody mad at Taylor? Chill. I mean, there's there's been so many things that surrounded her and – just like any big pop star, you're going to have controversies and whatnot. But the fact that she has found a, a guy and her history with, with men and breakups and all this stuff, it's just it's it's kind of funny to me. Yeah, do, you, do you guys think that if, like, because he couldn't even get to see her when she played Arrowhead last summer, like, if that doesn't even make the news, like, is, is this thing even happening? Because this seems like it was the perfect Thing like, oh well, Travis Kelsey in Kansas City couldn't get to Taylor Swift, so now... but he couldn't he couldn't get there. It wasn't because he couldn't get in the building. No, but I mean, it's like yeah. he could not access her, like get to her to talk, and he he took it personally. And I I, I don't I feel like there are only a handful of people that could kind of slide into the DMs metaphorically, like Travis Kelsey did. And I gotta say, it was creative how he how he kind of did it doing a friendship bracelet. I don't know how many guys yeah. tried to do that, but. The fact that he did that and put his number on—that's that's slick, man. I got to I got to give him credit. That's slick. But I'm telling you, it's it's gonna be if she now again. But that was I'm, I'm that, guessing, no, that was that was that, that was super. It was super um, creative because J Lo, think about it like this: if you start in the friend zone, she can't put you in the friend zone. That's true. That's true. You can always build your way up. Come on, man! You're talking to me, bro. <laughs> King of the friend zone, right? <laughs> You're Mr. Friend will, zone. I will say this. Um, now, I'm, I'm assuming that y'all are talking about this because of this this next Sunday's game taking place down the street at U.S. Bank. Um, if she's in the building, it, it, it's going to go crazy. It's going to go crazy downtown, just like it was this summer for a concert. I hope she's in the building. I me hope she's here. Me, I, t- me I, tweeted, too, me too. I tweeted last night at, at several people um, – uh, media members that are coming to Kansas City, uh, one of them, Dana Hughes, um, former chief. And I tweeted, yeah. I, I, I tagged Taylor Swift in there. I said, see you next Sunday. <laughs> Let's do it. It, it, it. It'll be interesting. I, I can see her going to New York, a New York Jets game, you know, being in the bright lights. Three weeks in a row, that's, that's something serious. Three weeks in a row, something serious going on. Let's do it. Hey, thanks, J-Lo. opinion. Thanks, 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 bro. Guys, appreciate oh, thanks, it. All right, take care. Um, and the Minnesota Vikings are 
Right now, from what I see, the Chiefs are favored by five and a half. Oh, wow. What? Five and a half. I'm, I'm crushing that. I love, I love how J-Lo said it. Three, three weeks, it's, it's got to be real. Like three weeks is like the benchmark for a real Taylor Swift relationship. Three weeks of travel, though. Three weeks of travel. Well, she traveled to KC. Yeah. Then she traveled to New York. Now she'd be traveling to Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. That'd, be, that'd be cool. That'd be dope. That'd be cool if she came here. Yeah. All right, hey, let's get to a quick scoreboard because we do got a couple of things that we should mention here uh, in the short amount of time that we have. And, and one of them is, is Monday Night Football, which is taking place right now, a little bit before halftime. Um, we do have um, t- tonight's matchup is the Seattle Seahawks on the road facing the New York Giants in New York. And uh, with about, oh, is, is Geno Smith taken out of the game or is yeah. he still in the game? No, Geno Smith is out. Yeah. Uh, he was taken. He That was kind of a late hit. Yeah, he went to the sideline, and it appeared that he rolled an ankle. Yep. So, yeah, as of uh, as of right now, the Seattle Seahawks, they are up on the New York Giants. 7-3, to three, just uh, in front of the two-minute warning. But, yes, Geno Smith is out of that game. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. If he comes back, if they're maybe going to try and wrap him, he's walking on the sideline, walking a little bit gingerly. So hopefully this is just a uh, a minor hiccup. Maybe this is, you know, you uh, Drew Locke, the Mizzou legend, uh, coming in for the – Drew Locke. Drew Locke, Come on, man. Drew Locke. Pop, lock, and drop it, baby. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I would say, man, the man that built Furrow Field beyond Brad Smith. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's, and uh, Blaine Gabbard, I believe. Uh, but, yeah, 7-3 to three Seahawks over the Giants. Uh, and uh, that's, uh, that's what I've got there. So what do yeah, because we got no Major League Baseball. We got, we, no got, no, we got no NBA basketball. We got no, not yet, no NHL hockey. Nope. Uh, do we have anything in the exhibition? I mean, exhibition hockey, maybe? We just, no. There's just not much going on. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right, I'm not We've kidding. exhausted all the minutes in this segment. Man, J-Lo did us a favor. And we're coming up next, we'll talk to Chris Hannell. Uh, he's done a documentary about uh, the losing streak that is taking place currently. We're going to crush it, though, with the Minnesota Twins. He joins us next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. Friend of the show, Ramball, Michael Ram for the Minneapolis Star Tribune. His column earlier today, Twins fans' calculation, odds of 18 straight playoff losses. One man puts it at $69 billion to one. And then he says, cleanse yourself with an amazing two-hour documentary about the Twins' 18-game losing streak and stay for the positive energy from the man who made it, Twins fan Chris Hannell. And Chris Hannell actually joins us courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Baker Hotline. Chris, pleasure to have you on the Lake Show tonight. How you doing? Not too bad, Henry. Thanks for having me on. Hey, pleasure to have you on, man. And l- let me just start with wh- what gave you the idea about putting this uh, docu- uh, documentary together? Well, being a Twins fan, it can be sometimes frustrating to communicate to people who aren't Twins fans just how painful this losing streak could be. And being a fan of analytics, it was kind of a thing where I'm like, is there a stat? Is there a number? Is there some way that I can coalesce this streak together to – just emphasize the magnitude of what we're talking about over the last two decades. And so this documentary was kind of approaching that. And the final project, I think, is fairly successful at just advertising to people like, no, this is a really serious losing streak. And it's not just that they lost 18 in a row. It's that they've lost 18 in a row in such heartbreaking ways over and over 
that really you really start to get into the psyche of a Twins fan by the end of it. All right, Chris, give us all a little bit of background about you. Are, are you a native Minnesotan? Um, do you, have you never lived in Minnesota? Give us a little bit of a, a, a feel for how you became a Twins fan. Sure. I, I grew up in Iowa, but my entire uh, my dad's side of my family is all from Prior Lake. We would come up all the time. Uh, my dad went to high school with Harmon Killebrew's son at one point, I believe, Uh Tom, me, the first employee of the Minnesota Twins, lived behind my grandparents. So there are a lot of these weird connections to the franchise in my family. And grow, I, my first memory of baseball is the 87 World Series. And then, of course, a few years later was the 91 World Series. So as a little kid, in my formative years of baseball, the, the Twins were this invincible juggernaut. Like, they were just, like, the greatest team in the world and would never lose. Yeah. And so that had a really profound effect on me. And so it, since I was hooked from that point. I've been a Twins fan ever since. That's awesome. Uh, we're talking to Chris Hannell uh, here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO with the documentary about the, uh, the Minnesota Twins and the 18-game losing streak. How much did you time, how much time did you actually spend researching and, and crunching the numbers here with everything that you've kind of dived into? I, I started pretty soon after the 2020 playoffs. I tooled around with the script for – two and a half, three years, I really started taking it seriously at the start of this baseball season and then started animating and actually putting stuff together in late July. So it's been a really long process, and some of that is just cowardice. Some of that is just, (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to make this. I don't know if anyone's going to like it. I don't know if I'm good enough of a storyteller. And then finally just was like, I'm going to give it a shot, and we'll see where it goes. And where it's gone has just been amazing, like, Far, far more than I ever expected in terms of the reaction. All right, what's been great? What, what was the? Was there any kind of common, you know, theme or thread with these postseason losses? I, I know that you know uh, a set of those games were against the uh, the New York Yankees, but how, how did you yeah. evaluate the you know the course of the eighteen, the block of eighteen games? So the, the main crux of the story is I looked at uh, win expectancy. Yeah, uh, there's out there for if you're ahead this many runs in this inning with these runners on base and these many outs, you are X percent likely to win. So I went through and I was looking at the maximum win expectancy that the Twins managed to get to, and they got to some really high numbers a lot of times, and I kind of broke it down that way. Um, There are, I think, half a dozen games where they reach 75% win expectancy or better. In one game, they get to 96.7% favorites. They had a 5-1 lead uh, super late against the Yankees in 2004 at one point. And the other really interesting thing is that in the vast majority of games against the Yankees, and I think eight of the, the first nine games that they played against the Yankees, they score first. They, they get on the scoreboard first. They had a lead. That lead, in a lot of cases, would hold until extremely late. Um, it's it's really surprising going back and looking at it for, with fresh eyes and just realizing how good of a position the team was in over and over to the point that we wouldn't be talking about the streak right now mm. if things had gone the way it should have. That's crazy, man. It, it really is like – and look, I know that we're talking about it now, but one of the things that I stressed early in the show is I'm trying to tell Twins fans here on the radio home of Twins Baseball – don't stress about it. Like, every team mm-hmm. is going to be a little bit different. 
It's going to have different players. Um, yeah, from one year to the next, the manager could you know realistically be the same, whatever. And I get that. And Rocco has been a part of winning three division uh, titles now. But at the end of the day, I personally, Chris, I'm not going to stress out about it too much. Do I have confidence that they'll beat Toronto this year? Yes. Do I have confidence that they'll win a World Series? Not sure, but I like their team. I, I love this team. I love the energy around it. I love the way that they've been playing in the second half. And I love the way that they are showing the fan base a lot of respect in the way that they're talking about the streak right now. Like, if you compare it to, like, 2017, when, like, Brian Dozier had the quote, like, so what? Like, that we're not involved with that streak. We weren't playing during the streak. There's a different team. And being dismissive of it, this team's embracing it. They're showing the fan base, we understand what this means to you. We understand the emotions that surround the streak. And whether we, you know, we don't have a choice. We're a part of it. We own it. And we're going to go out there and see that this streak ends in 2023. I love that attitude. Yeah. We're talking to Chris, Chris Hannell here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Um, now, you, you said that you're a Twins fan, um, and we love that. You know, And we, we're going to be all pumped and excited. I'll be at the, you know, the stadium the next couple of days watching and taking in the game and then coming here and, and doing the postgame afterwards. Um, are you ready for this, uh, this series to start tomorrow? I am ready for this serious to play and then take an extremely long nap regardless of if they win or lose i've been with it's it was it's one thing to get psyched up for the postseason like i always do this filmmaking process has been such an emotional roller coaster because i just had to dive into it so deeply mm-hmm. and then the catharsis of getting the video out and seeing everyone react to it and of course at the time when i was working on it i didn't know if they were going to make the postseason necessarily and then it, I, it, I realized that they were very much in contention. Like, oh, I have to finish the film before the postseason starts. Otherwise, I'm going to be doing a lot of rewrites. But it, for me, it's like I am, I'm ready for this to happen. I'm ready to find out how we do. And then I am going to either celebrate a lot or cry a lot or both and then take a very long nap. Hey, how I'm feeling right now. Hey, Chris, uh, what's been the reaction to your documentary? Well, what's been the reaction amongst maybe family, amongst friends, and just in general Twins fans? Uh, I know the, the most common thing that I've seen from Twins fans, the thing that I'm so happy about is I was really worried that Twins fans wouldn't want to watch it because it's like, why would I relive this trauma that I've been carrying with myself for the last 20 years? But <laughs> they pe- – people have dove into it and they're realizing that this is coming from a fan perspective and that I'm an optimist. I am a, a huge fan of this team and that this story isn't just so much about what the odds are. It's about what is me understanding my emotional connection to this team? Why am I so excited about this team? Why do I love it so much with everything that they have fought through and gone through? And one of the closing thoughts that I have about it is like, if victories are made sweeter by the struggles that we go through in order to get there, then a victory in the postseason is going to be the absolute biggest block party ever, right? Like the struggles that have gone to this point to win a game, to be successful in the postseason is going to be such a catharsis. And that's what I've heard a lot from other Twins fans is like, I watched this, I laughed, I cried. It was depressing. It was amazing. I am so psyched for the postseason now. Let's go get it. Yeah. Like, yes. That is the reaction that I want to see. And then also people who aren't Twins fans from other franchises being like, I get it now. This is amazing. I want success for the Twins in the postseason. And I've had maybe three Yankees fans that said, I'm sorry. And I'll take it. <laughs> I, will, I, will, 
<laughs> I'll take three Yankees fans being like, I feel bad. I'm like, okay, I feel better now. Yeah, the Minnesota Twins and the cruelest streak in sports, Chris Hannell. Hey, thanks so much for coming on the Lake Show, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Go Twins. Go Twins. Chris Hannell joining us here on the show. I, you know me. You know how I look at myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't fall into the hater category because I don't hate. How can I hate? Um, I'm a Minnesotan. I love all Minnesota teams. I just try to be honest about them. I'm not going to be a homer. If the team isn't very good or they suck or they have a bad performance or whatever, I'm going to I'm going to just speak to that. And you if got, they play you extremely got, you well, you got to be honest. Yeah. I'm pretty optimistic though about this team in this series. I think that the, I think that this team um, beats the Toronto Blue Jays and we advance. That's just how I feel. Well, and I mean, I I thought the postseason roster was going to be released today. It's actually not going to be until tomorrow. And based on the indications that we're getting from, like, Do Young Park, Royce Lewis was out taking some grounders. Well, Dan Hayes, was, he, was, he, was, uh, he showcased some video of him yeah. in the batting cage, yeah. but also they said that he was fielding grounders. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't know if that means that he's going to be active. If he is active, I think he's your DH. I don't think there's any way that you compromise him out in the field. Uh, I, I mean, if you even get him back. I'm not counting on Byron Buxton being a part of this. You know, Dallas Keuchel's on the IL, so we know that that's one thing that has been kind of cleared up. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to be very curious what this roster looks like, but I feel like right now this is as good a time as any. If if you're going to win a series, I feel like this is as advantageous a situation as this team has had in quite a long time. But But it is like looking at Chris's documentary – just how many times the Twins played the Yankees in the postseason. It's like, uh, Major League Baseball changed the rules. Twins went from this seat to this seat. They certainly can't play the Yankees, can they? Doot, 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 doot. And then it's like, damn it. Yes, the Yankees. And then it's like, doot, doot, can't play the Yankees. Doot, doot, doot. It's like, oh, it, it was just, it was a very revealing. I mean, it was two hours, but if you haven't seen it, you guys just go on YouTube and, and check it out. It's It's a really well done documentary. There's a lot of numbers and analytics it's kind of like very well it's not kind of it is very analytically driven but it's a fascinating watch because it's not a hit piece either it yeah. it just it tells you the absurdity of what it is that we're dealing with yep all right we'll take a break uh we'll come back and wrap up the show oh by the way it sounds like Karen in Northeast called in a little bit earlier. Karen, if you're still listening, I can take your twins related phone call. 651-461-9226. We could do it next. All right, final couple of minutes here on the Lake Show. The next time that we talk will be tomorrow in the 7 o'clock hour. And at that point, either the Twins will be leading this series one game to none or will be trailing one game to none. I think this team, I think this Twins team is the better of the two teams. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter what I think they are. They got to go out there and prove it. Yeah. And, and I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Royce Lewis. I know that Byron Buxton has not had a good year. I'm sorry, though. I, I, I still would 
I still would have him available. I wouldn't. I I would not. In a short series, I don't think that you can. I don't want to say waste a roster spot. Sure, you can. But I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I think the upside of Buxton over Stevenson is the re- that's the only reason why. Oh no, Stevenson. He he's your late inning pinch running guy. Like right now, I would trust Andrew Stevenson to be your pinch runner more than anybody else on this team. Sans Willie Castro or Michael A. Taylor. I, I, I feel like Byron Buxton not being healthy. If Buxton was healthy and we knew. But that's my point. That he'd go up. But that's my point. If he's healthy. Because if he's healthy, he's going to run. And you, I would rather have him run than Stevenson. If he's healthy. That's, that's the only reason why. If he's healthy. Yeah. I, I, I mean, what are the odds that all of If he's not healthy, he, there's, no even, there's no conversation. Yeah. I, I don't think that. I, my gut says that he's not going to be on at least the first series, like the the wild card series. Yeah, because you can read. It, yep. Yeah, you can you can you add can do your a round around. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Royce Lewis, if he's on the roster, he's your DH. And based on what we're seeing tonight, I would be surprised if Royce Lewis wasn't on there. But we're only seeing a small bit. We're only seeing what you know, Do Young Park and Dan Hayes and you know all of the writers are being allowed to see. So I don't even know if we're getting a a true sense of where Roy, Royce Lewis is at. But I would say that if Royce Lewis hypothetically is active, mm-hmm. he's got to really be careful with that hamstring because, I mean, he hits a ball and he feels like he can push it. I mean, we know those soft, you know, those soft muscle tissues like those, especially hamstring. I mean, he's got to be very, very careful. And then you look at pinch running for him. So, I mean, I know that's all hypotheticals. I, I could see, yeah, I, I, I could see Royce Lewis on this in a DH role. But, I mean, it's, it's so interesting, like so many things to be decided. And who's going to be in the bullpen? Yeah. I mean, because to me, I, I feel like you've got Louis Varlin, Kenta Maeda, and Chris Paddock. All kind of the same guy. Like, they're all right-handed starters that you could use out of the bullpen. And then what about Bailey Ober? Like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting to me. And it's a good problem to have, I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, this from the text line. 651-461-9226. Uh, <laughs> Asking about the show and how it's going to operate since the Wolves are no longer with CCO. That means Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. I'm on 6 until 9, people. And this is the thing. Uh, more Lake Show for you, and I appreciate the compliment via the text line. Um, I have set people that are going to be a part of the show moving forward. Um, guests, weekly guest. Um, and I won't announce it yet. We'll probably announce it next week because well, I'm trying to get past the twin stuff. Yeah, we got to get through that first. <laughs> but we have actually with a certain station in town, um, anchors, a group of anchors that will be a part of being regulars. And that's just regarding the news portion of my show. We'll still have the Jesse Pierce's of the world, the Matthew Collars of the world, uh, the Aaron Rupards of the world. But we got other people that will absolutely be in the mix. And I'm looking forward to it. 
All right, guys, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow night after Twins baseball. It's time for the Twins to put in work in that streak tomorrow night. The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.